thanks for tuning in. Yep. Yep. We have a very special guest today uh, who we're going to keep in the wings for the moment because we've got some uh, housekeeping. So she's just sitting here sheepish, waiting for her cue. She doesn't look sheepish at all. No. <laughs> she's, she's laughing quietly. She's pro. 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 Uh, so a bit of housekeeping. What is it, Ro? First things first. Live show. Yeah. We've got a live show yep. on March 28th. Yep. In Drop Dead Twice in yep. Dublin 8. Um, tickets are on sale now they're at the link in our bio on our Instagram mm-hmm. I don't I should have made a short link or something you did um, link in our bio on Instagram uh, tickets are like 12 quid um, capacity is super super limited and they're starting to sell so get on it they tend to sell out so if you want to come do come and it's not in the city centre well it is a city centre but it's kind of a little bit it's Dublin it's in a lovely neighbourhood we're biased because it's where we live yeah but, uh, <laughs> super handy you know, it's a nice bit. It's nice something different to do. Is that right, Jane? Because you'll be at like half sevens. You can come, have a few drinks, then go out afterwards. Yeah. Will we announce our topic? No, because we, no, I want to talk to you about that. <laughs> well, you don't want to do it. No. I'm, we're, anyway, it's a good topic, <laughs> but um, no, don't announce it. It's a juicy topic, and you know it's a juicy topic when it's caused road shaking her boots. I don't want to do it. Anyway, yeah. It's we're doing it. Button. No, no. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's it. So link in our bio. Please get tickets, especially if um, you listen to the podcast every week. You'll enjoy it. It'd be great. We'll have a lol. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, on to the topic at hand. <gasps> and the guest at hand. Yeah. Do you want to do the honours? <laughs> I think we already announced it. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Hello, Rosemary. Hello. Rosemary McCabe, thank you for coming on the podcast. You're so... I really, really want to know what the... Topic is for your live show. Sex, well, sex a, related. It's sex, okay, it's sex related. Jane wants to just talk about sex, and I'm like, we need more of it. Like, I can't just sit there. I don't just want to talk about sex. We had a whole structure. <laughs> we had a whole so plan defensive. for an episode, and we we're like, yeah, perfect, perfect. There's so many angles you could go at it, and now I think you've freaked I'm out. I'm backtracking. You're flip. It wouldn't be like you to flip flop. I'm the biggest. You know, my Gemini. mom. Go on. I was gonna say I'm Gemini. Flip flop like a freak out about everything. My mom told me the other day she'd never seen a sex toy. What? Yeah, and then I showed her one. She's like, that's not Well, you showed toy. her your sex toy. Well, actually, in my defense now, it was a brand new one that I haven't used yet. Okay. I mean, I don't think that makes that much of a difference because, like, you'd be cleaning them. I mean, no judgment. But I just, me and Rose shared one once somewhere. I know, I've <laughs> heard you mention that more than once. I think somebody should invent a sex toy you can put in the dishwasher. Not I'm sure that exists. Makeup brushes. Second, if you're, like, how do you wash? How do you wash them? Boiling loads water. of them, but loads of them are um, waterproof. You can use them in the I'm shower. I'm thinking, I, I so want, like, I don't want to buy. I'm in the market for one. Any recommendations? Hot water, bit of soap. So I like. There's, there's one from Sex Shopper. This is not an ad. Should be an ad. There's one from Sex Shopper called the Tenga Iroha Mini. It's fucking twenty nine. Good, my to curse. Tenga. Twenty nine euro. Listen to the book. I have. Yeah, it's the Tenga Iroha Mini. It's twenty nine euro. I R O H A. Twenty nine euro. It's really quiet. It's very okay. functional. Like a small little thing. It, yeah, it's tiny. It just mm. has one speed, so it's just a like very functional. Whack it on, whack it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> like to, to the point. But it also looks like one of those EOS lip balms. So like I've left it in the bathroom before, and you wouldn't even think like nobody would think. Oh, it it's a, a little, It's a ball thing. No, it's it's kind of like an upside down heart, but like whatever way it's designed and the colors, it Cute. just looks like a little lip balm. Yeah, um, tiny. That's my nice. top tip. And the packaging. Because I need to get things delivered to my work office now, so... Oh, well, this is... Now I feel like this is an ad. Every time you order from Sex Shop, your items will come in a discreet package. Nobody will ever know. That's actually true. Actually, didn't you post about this yes. the other day? Yeah, I had, I had my Instagram know. stories. Oh, yeah. It was packaged she, so nice. She sent me the one that I then showed my mom, which just looked like a computer mouse. And what was your right. mom... What was her response? Was she like, I need one. You should get one for your mom. 
That's so weird. <laughs> the minute I said it, I was like, no, she, listen, she has enough tr- trouble with her mobile phone. Oh, oh imagine. <laughs> like, Rosemary, I can't. <laughs> Why it keeps buzzing? What? <laughs> no, oh my awful. god, awful! It's too strong. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Oh. Actually, that is my complaint. I have one of the little rabbits, and too I much. haven't used it. In a, I just—it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Now it has different speeds, but even at that, it's just a bit too much. I feel like, like it's definitely not a foreplay thing. It's like right in there. Oh, <gasps> gotta get straight oh, to the no. point. But like I, f- like for me, and now we're talking about, we're, we've completely talked about something completely different. I was just talking about <sighs> the whole thing. For me though, vibrators are like, I just really want to get off. As in, it's not like I'm getting in the mood. It's like it's I'm in the mood to the yeah, point, yeah, yeah. and I want to get back to whatever I'm doing, but I need to do this yeah. first. I'm, I'm <laughs> busy. I'm busy. Yeah, that's functional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what yeah. I meant by like, just I just wanna... haven't had one in years. I need to get back on the train. Well, there you go. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe you don't need one. That's okay, too. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's a good sign that I haven't. I just kind of feel left out. I don't out. think it's a good or a bad sign. Don't be judgmental about those of us who have four. But like... <laughs> God. There you go. We could talk about that for a whole episode. Sex toys. Yeah. I know. Why Why don't we get some sex sex, shopper, sex toys and review them? On the live show. Yeah. No. What? what? You don't want to talk about like you could sex. do you could do live demos just like in that goop show. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, you, you could hold Jane's hand. Yeah, you could, I, you could be, be your lady. I could be your masturbation guide. <laughs> Everything just literally like got sucked in. I there know that, that episode was like very like pro vulvas, but I just honestly was like too pen tough. I have an issue with goop anyway. I love Gwyneth with what goop. Mm-hmm. I thought you said scoop and I was like, oh my God, what is scoop? I was like, is that some sex I've never heard of before? No. <laughs> I love going to Paltrow and I think fair, fair fucks, you built this empire and whatever, put some of the shit like. Yeah, but that's their whole PR thing. I don't know. Vagina I think, candle. I think that's a bit like saying like fair play to, en- to L. Ron Hubbard, you built this religion. Like she's like, goop is mad and oh, the shit yeah. they sell is nuts. And like fair play to her for being an incredible actor. Ish. Uh, would we say but, that? Well, didn't you win an Oscar? So like, Shakespeare in love Yeah for Shakespeare in love and like, yeah, I mean she, Like She's gorgeous Wasn't for Shallow Hell anyway No Oh my god The one Rosemary Ever on film In Shallow Hell I didn't even think about that Oh my god How could you bring that up Triggered Sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry um, But actually I had a really awkward Kitchen conversation With a colleague About the vagina candle Because they have a vagina candle Apparently on Goop for yeah. sale And it's called and This candle smells like my vagina lovely and I just brought it up with a guy that I don't like it was awkward not like someone I was really close with and we're talking about goop I said I'm vagina candle and he was like god I mean lots of things great about vaginas but I wouldn't say the smell is one of them and then I was like yeah I know and then we had this weird awkward bant about vagina smell and then I was like this is really awkward and I just left and I was like god why did I bring that, that just up just something you said you panic said I just said vagina candle and I just the minute I said it, I was like, God, where's vagina candle? And then he was awkward. And then he used to mumbled something. And then all of a sudden, we're talking about the smell of vaginas in my work, like yeah, no. canteen. There's a really good tweet. I think Jen Gunter did it, where she was like, "Your goop vagina candle is basically like your favorite flower, plus uh, your favorite tree, plus scent of like the smell of your last meal or something." And it basically works out as like, "My vagina candle smells like." Oh. Violet mixed with sage, marked by the scent of roast beef and, <laughs> you know, an accent of something. It's Macaroni really funny. Cheese. Can I just ask, though, before we get on to the topic, what is the point of the vagina candle? It's all just shite, Jane. That's just what they do. They, they have... But no, okay, what's their spiel on it? Like, what's well, it for? I think they brought it out. I think they brought it out as a, like, sensual candle. Okay, they're like, okay. this candle smells like a woman's vulva when she is aroused. And it was called... But this candle smells... everyone smells different, No. 
Yeah, of course. But like Gwyneth's obviously smells like roses. The rest of, of ours. Smells I actually like would fully think sour about lilies. Does, like, <laughs> sour lilies. Um, oh, yeah. But there's there a there's is. a perfume shop in the Westbury Arcade called Parfumeria. I know the one you're talking about. Seventy five dollars. Yeah, sold out. Can't get it. Can't get it. And they apparently sell perfume that's meant to smell like the pheromones that your body releases during sex. Or they have one that's meant to smell a little bit like sperm or something. Like, <gasps> oh, I have... hate the smell of sperm. Oh my god. But it also depends on the sperm. God, does it? It depends what you It's eat. always smelled similar to me. Now, unless they've had asparagus. Oh. What? I don't, think you can, I don't think you can smell asparagus <laughs> in sperm. You can. You can in wee, but I don't think I've ever noticed in sperm. sperm. Well, ne- we probably haven't. Maybe I've never I've looked, looked out done anything with a, an asparagus lover. Yeah, see, I've just more so look out for it now for the crack. I'm like, had asparagus, let's see what we get here. <laughs> oh. okay, can I just read this, ca- this candle? Um, it's a, this candle's made with geranium. Jitrasy bergamot, bergamot, bergamot. Mm-hmm. I right, cedar, and just opposed with damask rose. I mean, that's exactly how I describe my vagina. Obviously, yeah. There you go. Seven I would say, you I get would say mine's more mine's more peony rose than damask peony rose. rose. <laughs> <laughs> won't be won't be splitting hairs oh over my it. God, I kind of wanted them dying to. I'd like to give it a good sniff. See, yeah. the, but I wouldn't pay seventy five dollars. We just slagged it, and both of you are like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. That's no, no, no. Goop. I don't want to own it. I just want to smell it. Okay, fair enough. I want to smell someone else's vagina. It's not great. Don't miss much. Anyway, we go on to the topic. We're shiting on here about yeah. vaginas and dildos and all sorts. All actually relevant, to be honest, to be fair. Yeah, go on. Introduce our topic there, Ro. <clears throat> so, Rosemary had an article that caught our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, the taboo of the childless thirty-something. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, but I don't think that was my title. I don't think that was the title that I chose originally. Actually. Wasn't it? I can't really remember. It was. It was a piece I wrote for Medium after I had gone for lunch with three of my friends basically I'm freelance and they're all on, on maternity leave so we were like let's do maternity brunch once a week and I was like I love maternity leave <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I don't have a baby but I just am free yeah um and I kind of came home and what was it the the wait the waiter had come over and she said to me um oh you don't have any babies yet so weird and I kind of gone yes it's just a weird thing there she's firing as well and I feel like, you know, like foreign, kind of older women. Yeah. Like she was probably a European. Was a bit like, oh, you don't have any babies yet. I was yeah. like, no, I don't, you bitch. But like, I wasn't actually annoyed about it, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Like that she would say that to me. And I suppose like as well, when I hang out with my friends and their kids now, I have a, I have a lot of feelings. As you would. It makes me have a lot of feelings. I used to basically never think that I wanted to have kids. And then in the past, maybe five years... I have realized that actually I do want to have kids mm-hmm. probably from spending more time with my friends kids and with my sister's kids and yeah. kind of going actually this feels like something that would be like really valuable and lovely to have in my life mm-hmm. and you know I think that I would be able to give a lot to a child as well so it's not just like I just want one of those yeah yeah but, you know I, I, they like, say like that it takes uh, for you to maybe it's friends as well but more so as, as the first child you meet that's like related to you so like your, your sister has a baby or whatever that that's when the burden is apparently really Hypes up because like I never really interest in other people's kids that much, and then my sister had a baby. I'm like, oh my god, she's related to me, and then the brilliance kicks in. See, for me. I get so I've got a little brother who's nine. Um, my dad had a later in life baby who knew he had it in him, and he's nine <laughs> now. And I, I love him. I love him. Yeah, I love him. But 
Uh, but not when he was a baby, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, she was like, she was, I was like, where is she going with this? When he got to about four or five, he was like my little pal. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm super protective over him and yeah. I take care of him and I, mm. you know, I really, I worry about him. That's something I really noticed. I'd never had that with a child before. Like, I worry about him. Because you're probably like me. You didn't have much, child. like, I don't have any, like, even my sister's child, they're in Australia. I don't have any, no kids in my world yeah. at all. You obviously have your friends. Yeah, yeah. So do most of your friends have kids? Um, a lot of them do now. Like only in the last kind of two or three years. Mm-hmm. And for a while it was kind of like, oh, like like one of my friends has a baby and that was mad. And now all of a sudden everyone has kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like all of a sudden everyone's married or like the, the kind of last quote unquote one of our, fr- our group of friends, aside from me, but like the last one of our group from school is getting married in May and she had a baby a couple of months ago. So it does feel like it's all kind of happened really quickly. Yeah. And in the last yeah. three years, it's all of a sudden like, oh, everybody has kids and everybody settled down. Don't they say there's like, because I know girls in work, she was saying that she's loads of weddings and there was a big slew of weddings around the age of like 31 and now she's 35 and she was saying there's a whole new batch of weddings now and it just went in like two stages. So they're the two ages. That just seemed to be for her friend group and I was like, God, interesting because none of our friends are really couple of friends who are married, yeah. Yeah. Not even really. One or two that are married. No, I'm more for visa situations, really. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to be real, it's called no, space, yeah, space. Yeah, that's called space, space. For love and visa. Yeah. And uh, we have no friends with babies. We do. Not, not in this country, though. Oh, yeah, that's the case. Yeah, no, we don't have any. Like, no, literally. It doesn't count. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm 30 and you're almost 30. So yeah. maybe it's we're at the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. The cusp. I think probably when I was 30, like, so I'm 35 now. And when I was 30, I don't think any of my friends had kids. Whereas now the oldest one in our group, the oldest kid in our group is probably four or five. No, she's four because she's going to be five in the summer and then she's going to school. And then it's like her, there's another one who's three. And then there's like two, two year olds and then three babies. So what you're saying for you, it was around kind of like 32 that like it all happened. Which actually seems to be, so we did, we did, we asked people when they got broody. Now some people, to be fair, were like from the moment they were born themselves, they were pretty. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, I never, it's just not my, it's, it's very selfish. It's not my experience at all. Like I just didn't think about babies for most of my I life. I think that's actually probably quite common. Broodiness I mean, forever. I mean, as a kid, especially as little girls, you're given dolls, like you're given babies. Know, like, yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of that is like, oh, you know, it's like wanting to be adult, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like, you're, you're, you're basically taught from a very, very young yeah. age that, you know, your job is to have babies. So, of course, it would be in your head. Yeah, but I'm, I just can't imagine having to deal with broodiness for that long. I mean, I, it's definitely not. Like, I don't think there's, like, eight-year-olds going around going, I'm dying to have a baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, it's, so, it is a different kind of... Like, I wouldn't really call it broodiness. No, it's just, You know, when, you're, when you're younger. Be a mommy. But I do think there are a lot of us for whom the kind of average two kids family mm-hmm. is what you think is going to happen in your life you presume it, it yeah. Is, yeah and like I think for me my family is very non-traditional like like none of my cousins we would all have been very close growing mm. up like none of us are particularly religious nobody got married in a church we have a lot of people in our family now who would have one or two or three kids with the partner they're with yeah. and not be married mm-hmm. um, if people did get married like they might have done a registry office and then had a dinner so yeah. like you know we're not very white dress yeah. get pregnant you know have a baby nine months later yeah so I think that probably lent itself a little bit to my idea that that wouldn't necessarily be what I would, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that I didn't grow up assuming that I'd have a white dress and then go and yeah, get yeah, married yeah. and then go and yeah. have kids. Um, I think it was just at one point I kind of went, well, if I don't, cause like, I really like going on holidays, right? But I don't love traveling. 
So like, I, so like I've never dreamt of like, oh, I'd love to spend six months traveling. No, I want to go for like somewhere really nice for three weeks and stay yeah. in a five star place and like, yeah. you know, tour yeah. around and see things. But I don't ever want to bring a backpack anywhere. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um, so when I looked into my future and I was like, well, if I don't have kids, it's not like I want to spend all my time traveling. Mm-hmm. It's not like I have like, I don't have, really have a lot of hobbies. Like I read, I, I knit now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Me too. So I'm actually fucking ready to be a granny yeah. and my kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like w- when I kind of look into my future, I was like, well, what am I going to do if I don't have kids? Yeah. Like, you know, what does my life look like? Yeah, it's kind of mad. Cause if I don't have a family. now, but like, it's like very hard to think. I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 But I was just it. like, well, like, what will I do when I'm 30? Like, like, like in my later 30s and my 40s, like, what will, what will I spend my days doing? Well, I'll just spend my days doing what I do now, which is basically like fucking money away and drinking coffee wasn't about when did you have this realization like when did you kind of when did it start to change if you were always saying i don't want kids it was probably in the last so i was dating a guy from when i was about 27 to about 32 i think we were together almost five years and he was four years younger than me Mm -hmm. so it was in definitely in the last kind of two years of our relationship that i that i started kind of going do you think okay what do you think do you think maybe we should have a kid and he was very much like no like you know I don't want to have kids and he and he, he didn't want to have them at all well we had always been in agreement well he's just now of course he has kids and now no no like he just want them now I'm really really good How at preparing know? men for other women oh yeah. my god like I would top be talent. always the way top talent raging oh you know what they say like someone doesn't propose and then that you break up and then they have they're like getting married like the next fucking week or oh, similar sure, to baby there's so many people who are broken up with because they couldn't do commitment and then they're off engaged six married months married kids else. the house the whole lot within, oh my god it's yeah you prep them you prep them as, as I was driving over here I passed okay. by and I actually thought that's where your apartment was but I passed by an apartment block of a guy that I was seeing like very casually for a couple of weeks yeah. and basically right after we stopped seeing each other he met his now wife and they now have a kid I think that and, and they have another kid in the way and I was like this is the apartment block oh god so your boyfriend your then boyfriend was like no don't kids and now and then. yeah and, and you did is that the reason you broke up no not really i mean i think i was kind of going you know what do you think though do you think you might in a couple of years think you might change your mind he was like no i like i really don't think so and it was you know what i mean it was he like, was quite up four years younger as well so, yes yeah, and yeah. like it was loads of things we were together five years i think i probably wanted to commit at that point much more than he did mm. and i was kind of like i need to know that in the next kind of year or two yeah you're going to want to move this yeah. on because it's you know it's been I'm, like also i had an intense paranoia which turned out to be well-founded the whole time that i was like <gasps> i'm like gonna waste my time and i'm gonna be really old when we break up and you're then gonna be like the perfect age you know what i mean to like meet oh someone. my god you're like i'm withered and my eggs are dry <laughs> and you're primed and ready to go and impregnate loads of women yeah well Fuck. but like the thing about men is they're always primed or ready to impregnate women. So up to the age yeah. of like 87. My dad, he's 60 as a nine-year-old. No, my dad's 66 <laughs> and he has a nine-year-old. So what age is he? Oh my God. He was 50, 57. 57, yeah. But I think that was the upper limit of my Tinder age bracket. <laughs> <laughs> could, have, could have been mine. Just could have been mine on your whole time. Yeah, but do you know what's lovely as well is that he obviously prepped you for something else as well. You know what I mean? You made your mistakes with him too. He prepped me for nothing. I'm sorry. Jane always like put the positive spin on things. I know. Like, I mean, the way I'm talking about it now, it sounds like I'm angry at him, and there definitely is a bit of like, oh, like, you know, it was kind of a waste of time, but it wasn't a waste of time. Like, yeah, we had a really, like, really lovely five. Well, probably four and a half. The last six months probably weren't great, mm. but like, you know, we had a really great time together, and I'm really glad that we were in each other's yeah. lives, and we're still in each other's lives now. Good, and that's so all he, really that's valuable. What he told to you, me. I want a baby now. No, 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 I stupidly said, "Have you changed your mind about kids?" And he was like, "Yeah, probably, but like, still not for so a what while." What age is he now? Thirty. 
31. Yeah, 30, 31, yeah. Perfect. Typical. Kids now. As my Auntie Anne always says, what's free won't pass you. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Listen, everybody has an Auntie Anne who says that. I yeah. know, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And I've always, I've said it to so many people. So have I, so have I. Look, if it's milk, you really believe. Yeah. I really believe. Um, so in this article you mentioned, and you didn't go on the TV show, but you mentioned you were going to do a TV show that was like a fertility testing thing. Yeah. What was that? Well, so basically a couple of years ago, I used to do a lot of stuff for TV3. I used to do a lot of stuff on Expose and I'd yeah. be on Elaine, which is now called Midday. And I was asked by, I think it was Ireland AM, they were like, we're doing a segment of fertility and we want to send two or three women to go and get their fertility levels tested and then to come into studio and talk mm-hmm. about the results and like what it means to them. And at the time I was still very firmly in the, I, don't, I read, I think I'm going to have kids. So I was like, yeah, fine, I'll do it, like 50 quid Curiosity, or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't get paid a lot, but like 50 quid was a grand. You get paid 50 quid to do it in one segment. I used to get paid 50 quid to do um, Elaine. That's quid. it. Yeah. I'd be on Elaine for free. I bed into it when I'm working from home. <laughs> I text in and all. I don't think oh, I've do ever... you? Yeah, I do. Like, I Jane, get into it. Jane's secret behaviour that you wouldn't know you what know I love Irish telly. Like, you're texting. What are you saying? I can't. I Entering know. competitions or like getting in the convo? Getting in the convo. Like, Jane. I can't remember what. I can't. I can't do you give say one Jane? Exam. Do you put your name? Of course I don't. Oh. Jill. So what's your fake name? I don't have one. I just don't give a name. Oh. And do they ever read out your texts? Yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, because I'd say like hardly anybody texts. I text can't anymore. believe this. I'm I'm gonna watch this now for the next I'm three weeks, know, waiting. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's only her. like when the odd time I'm working at home. No, I don't do it every time, but I've done it several times. Yes, I agree. The quality of the road is terrible. <laughs> well, I, I was on Adrian Kennedy once. <gasps> I think that's a story for a whole other podcast. But like, I also heard recently synopsis. that they that they get people to come on Adrian Kennedy and they pay them like as implants. So they'll get like the researcher's friend they'll be like, will you come on and like start giving out about unemployed people or whatever to get the conversation going. I just <gasps> fucking did it for free. I just texted in and was like, well, I think this. And we like much on younger. the phone, like yeah. online. Yeah, yeah. Oh anyway. Oh my God. Okay. So, so I got asked to do this piece. I went off and had my, my fertility levels tested. I remember. What was, I was that? Blood tests? Or yeah, I think it was blood tests. So they were testing your AMH levels, which I can't remember what it stands for. It's, over, it's ovarian reserve. Yes. Yeah. So it's basically how just checking how many eggs you have mm-hmm. left. I know that because millions when you're born. We did. Um, we put a question out, and lots of people were saying that they got this AMH thing measured. Yeah. And some people are like, great. I know most people actually who message in probably because it was maybe negative. They're like, I wish I didn't know because now it's low yeah. and I'm freaked out. And I'm like, oh God, how accurate is it? Like, <clears throat> well, so it's it's well, it's pretty accurate. I've had mine done twice now. So oh, I had it done a couple of months later because basically I wanted to know are my eggs dying off at a much quicker rate than they should oh, be, God, or was I just born me. with fewer eggs? than I should or the, than, than and the did average. that come from the first time you did it that raised that question for you yes because for Elaine well uh, Arlene, Lane but yeah so w- when I very first had it done I was like well, what, the, what does this mean and she was like well either you were born with fewer eggs or like you know fewer eggs on mm-hmm. average or they're dying quicker than they should be okay. or like they're basically being expelled quicker than they should be so when I got it tested a couple of months later I found out that they weren't dying any quicker they were they were dying at a normal rate <laughs> Which was which is actually the same as all of us. Every you, yes. you, you're, you're yeah, born yeah. with as many eggs as you'll ever have. Which I'm just like every period you're losing eggs. That's weird. That, isn't that, it? That it's so, but like, yeah. but like also not every period eggs because some people. Yeah, but Shit. some people don't ovulate every time they have a period. Oh, some okay, people maybe right. their left ovary is more active than their right, and they might right. ovulate once. Anyway, so, and then, so I got the results, and I remember she called me because I was working in Stellar magazine. She called me while I was at work. Mm-hmm. And told me and you know was like you know do you want to hear and I was like oh yeah it's grand she was like yeah okay well they're quite low and they're I think at the time it was something like 
I, I was at the level that you'd expect from like a 46 year old woman <gasps> that would put me into I'd be like one night stand get me the sperm I don't know what to do here but see I still didn't think that I wanted kids at this point mm-hmm. or like not that I didn't think I wanted kids I didn't want kids at this point because I think one of the really annoying thing is when people go like you just think you don't want kids yeah, and yeah. you're like no I just don't want kids the same what way do you do this I point? don't want a donut today but I will definitely want one tomorrow yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. I was 31 I think or maybe okay. 30 um and anyway, then basically I was, I was really, really upset because I was kind of going, oh my God, there's nothing, like nothing I can do about this. I can't yeah, yeah, increase, like I can't suddenly go, you know, like all these things you're like, I'm going to go on a diet, I'm going to get really healthy, yeah, I'm going to yeah. start exercising. It's not like cholesterol where you're like, oh, yeah, stop yeah. eating butter. Would that, can that impact it? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, no. no. Okay, you're exactly. Right. So of course you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, but that's what I'm saying. There's like nothing, nothing you can, you can do. do yeah. Healthy lifestyle can definitely help with the likelihood of your eggs implanting and the likelihood of you ah. having a healthy pregnancy. But if you have 100 eggs, you can't suddenly get 102 because you started eating more kale. You can't get, you can't add eggs. No. Well, right. Unless sure you do you put them in, fertility treatment. But it, yeah, that helps you. Oh, does that just no. ovulation though? That just helps. Yeah, that just helps you, you your, your eggs. Like, so you can go on Clomid, which basically makes your ovaries, I think now, I'm not a scientist, uh, like drop more eggs out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of shove more eggs down the tube or whatever. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Science. Ooh. <laughs> so anyway, I then refused to go on the show. Because really? I was like, well, because also I was suddenly going, oh my God, if I go on this, like my ex's parent, like mom is going to see this. All of our friends are going to see this. Like his extended family there's might a stigma. see it. I find there's a bit of a stigma around like a woman not being. Yeah. Fertile. Like, you know, we're meant to be fertile beings that are able to be impregnated by like the yeah. job of a hat. And, and I like, do feel like people like if they're not, it's a bit like. Same for men shame. though. Like men who, who, you know, it's seen as like, oh, you can't even fucking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Both ways. Yeah. Yeah. But I was really afraid that as well it would, because I knew from being online and from being on TV that once you talk about something, that gives everybody carte blanche to talk about it to you for the rest of your life. So I knew that that if I'd gone right. on TV, everybody would have felt it was okay to go, I saw that thing you did about it. And there could be then a follow-up show that someone wants you to there do. There could be or, anything. People yeah. would be emailing me because like even... I used to speak a lot about suffering from depression. I still speak about it a little bit, but like when I spoke mm-hmm. about it more, I used to get so many emails from people. Mm-hmm. And it was really difficult because I was like, I'm not an expert. I, I'm dealing with my own like mental illness I can't yeah. take on yours so, uh, as well that really hit me there because I'd never thought about it like that when we talk about something on the podcast we do give people permission to talk like in work someone will be saying something about something really personal and I'm like oh god I don't want to be having this conversation yeah I know what you mean you're, just, you're, you're dead opening right, a door you know yeah. yeah that's actually just I'm gonna take that on board because I think that's important for this podcast mm. I think it's the yeah. kind of logic that like you put yourself out there yeah. which which I think is bullshit like th- like the fact that I talk about something doesn't give you permission to talk to me about it all the time the yeah, fact that I point. you know the same way the fact that I consent to sex with you on a Wednesday doesn't mean that you yeah. automatically get to have sex with me on a Friday but yeah, yeah. once you talk about something people do think oh she's happy to talk about that now yeah mm-hmm. but it was funny after that like I noticed in probably the next year, I was really, really sensitive to anybody talking about kids. And I remember getting in a taxi and the taxi driver saying something like, oh, you know, do you have any kids? And I said, no. And he goes, oh, well, you'll know soon enough. And, you know, you, you, like you don't realize how often you get these comments. Yeah. And I started feeling like I'm going to start saying to people, actually, I've just found out that I may not be able to have kids. Because yeah. like, I, I was like, I think it's really important that they know that they can't just say this to women. They can't though, but it's so rude because you never know. Someone could have had a miscarriage that day. Somebody could have been trying yeah. for a year, but it's just a weird thing to ask people. It's totally weird, but I also think you have to bear in mind people's intent. No. I was like, nobody means that badly when they're saying that. It's literally a throwaway thing. Well, the, like, do you have kids? I, I, to be fair, like I think that's fairly, it's yes or no. Yeah. And yeah. it could still obviously trigger somebody, but I mean, it's, but some people asking, when are you going to have kids? Is yeah, the one yeah, that I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. It's so rude. Like it's. I've never once got that question. 
It's because I look like a flamey lesbian. I don't know. But I've never, no one has ever once asked me. Really? Ever, ever. Really? Ever. Ever. Really? No one has ever asked me that. My God. But I don't know if it's something in that, what I'm getting, I don't know if it's. Uh, but like, I'd be getting myself into these conversations. Like I'd be having DMCs about about pregnancy and see, abortions you know and miscarriage. would be a very common conversation I would be having. So I think like, yeah. the reason why I've never really wanted kids or thought about wanting kids mm. is because in the same way that I never really thought about marriage was because growing up, I knew I was gay for when I was six. Like, yeah. So yeah. it didn't feel like never, an option for you. Ne- but like I wouldn't even think about it. It was mm. just accepted mm. like. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not dreaming of walking down an aisle with a man. So mm. that's just not a thing that's going to happen. So I'm still trying to get my head around that only in the past four years that I yeah. can actually get married. But I, like that, I was 25 when that happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so in the same way with babies, it's like, well, subconsciously I knew that I was never going to have babies. So now I'm not, I was never thinking someday I'll have You're a baby. You're reimagining a potential future really, aren't you? Yeah. And you know what, maybe, and then I also feel a little bit of a stigma about not wanting kids either. But I do want kids. I don't know what I want. Well, do you not know? I think, do you not know? Do you, you... I feel like, exactly what Rosemary was saying, I feel like I, I don't want them right now, but I will probably in a couple of years. But also, like, you're perfectly allowed to say you don't want kids without qualifying it with like, but I might change my mind. Because that's fucking assumed. Like, mm-hmm. if you ask a 10-year-old, do you like the taste of coffee? Right? And they go, no. Nobody says to them, "Oh, you will now." Yeah, or like true. alcohol, you're just because you know you're like at, at different yeah, stages in yeah. our lives. We want different things, but kids is the one thing that, like, especially for women, yeah, you you like. It's almost like we're we're forcing women to to admit that they want kids. Whereas men, like a 22 year old man who says he doesn't want kids, nobody says to him, "Ah, oh, you will." Everybody's yeah. like, oh, "The lad," you know yeah. what I mean? And in your head, you're like, "Ah, oh, you're only 22. You probably yeah. will." But nobody yeah. says it to him, like, "Admit it." You yeah. do really want to yeah. admit it. Yeah. You will someday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it comes a lot from people with kids. I think they're also just like, obviously they are loving the experience so much, which is great, but they're also like, God, like almost feel like a bit sorry for if you don't. It's not, I have, ne- I've never said I don't want kids, so I have never, but I've seen the interactions maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. Why? I think there's definitely a, you know, like, have you ever eaten Cadbury's Caramel Nibbles? Yeah. Oh yeah, the little disky things. Yeah. Yes. Unreal. I almost got them instead of chocobans. Oh, they're so good. But whenever I meet someone, like, it doesn't come up that often, right? But if ever you meet someone who hasn't had them, I'm like, you need to get these. I feel like kids are a bit like that to people, that they're like, you need you to have a show that experience. you're mad into, like you two earlier on with the yeah, second. Yeah. What's love, is blind. love is blind. Love is blind. Yeah. Like, you need it's, to watch When you're watch really this. into something, you're like, so if you're in the love, love bug stage of childbearing, you're probably just like, well, yeah. not yeah. Though, stage, I'm going to say something and I'm going to yeah. out myself here. I'm gay. No. Uh, <laughs> I hate talking to people about their children yeah jane hates it you show her a picture of a child and she's like oh no, a little bit of chit chat lovely yeah. what are they up to great yeah, but, but no when it's a, a long conversation a maybe it's just because i can't relate on that level and maybe if i did have kids it'd be different but i find it really difficult sometimes i okay so the other day we were out with some mates and one of my mates was showing me a picture of her friend's baby and my instant reaction was oh me? so cute and then I checked myself I was like actually you know what? I completely lied there I, don't think I actually that's just my stock reaction that I have what well, you like, don't think the baby's right, cute Jade. like it's fine but like <laughs> you know people are there scrolling and like I but sorry, I also think it's weird when people show you pictures of babies that you have no, like you will do, never yeah. have a relationship exactly. with. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, mom yeah, loves yeah. showing me so like random this. people's babies. And I'm like, <laughs> mom, that baby looks like any baby. Ah, it doesn't. My mom's like, trying to get me though to have it by doing that. She's like, look at this baby, this baby, baby, baby. And you're just like, okay, I get it. Well, like, I hope my mom's not doing that because that'd be an asshole move. Cause she now knows that I want to have a baby. So like, if she okay. was like, look at this baby, that'd be really mean. No, yeah. I'm getting, I get I mean? all the pressure from my parents. Oh my God. 
because I think even I'm the youngest like my brother's older than me and my sister has a child but doesn't live in Ireland but it's very much like oh yeah well this year you never know what might happen this year is maybe a wedding maybe to be a baby and I'm like does who Connor, are you talking about does Con- Connor's rose brother does Connor get that with his girlfriend no they're like Jesus there are no there are no place for a baby you're much better settled that's mad isn't it but to be fair like you've like, been with Dave a lot longer but still no not in th- they don't mean that in a relationship sense they mean there's a job sense he only just started like, but, his, but men also off. get away with being irresponsible for absolutely. a lot absolutely if that do, was me like, and I was 33 and they'd probably be like get it together yeah, get it together yeah. but yeah, yeah it's, I definitely get the, I definitely get the pressure but yeah. you know what though about talking about babies I think it's probably like I've always liked talking about babies because I'm really nosy and I think it's I think it's the journalism background that I'm always trying to think of like could I get a story out of this oh, you know what could I write yeah. about this so sometimes when people talk about their kids I kind of zone out as in like I'm not joining this conversation I'm like I don't have a kid who's you know doing that thing that you're discussing in great detail but I do get very kind of like observe that I'm yeah, like what yeah. are they talking about now I'm like what you know what's really going on there you know when they're getting frustrated <laughs> about something I'm like mm, what is it really I'm fascinated like? by the utter responsibility I'm like okay so tell me again they wake up at what time you get how much oh, sleep? Like I am honestly because obviously I'm thinking about having a child hopefully someday. So I'm like really curious about how much how difficult it sounds. Yeah, like, I, and, I honestly and they think, don't know it's a weekend. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> I but I honestly think the best thing for any of us to to do have a baby when you're fucking eighteen and you can f- survive on four hours sleep. No seriously. Yeah. Like the because like Good the younger point, you yeah. are. Imagine now if I had a baby when I was eighteen. Well, my mom would have freaked right. My baby would be 16 now or 17. Oh my god. And I could just hand it, I'd be like, see you, you later. I would have raised it with you, it would have been grand. I know. My parents <laughs> would have done loads. And I'd be free now, I'd be off living my life. It's hard. Like, having a great time. I had no idea how hard it actually was until like my sister was home with her baby and mm. it was like mm. over Christmas, so I was in the house the whole time and I was like, oh my dear God. Yeah. It's like a military operation. Oh my god, it's really hard. And like literally at half past 10 in the morning, I'll look at my watch and be like, is it lunchtime? <laughs> Jesus, I've been awake for hours. I know. We've all been awake. But for that's hours. only for like the first year, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then, then they're just then then they're running around. And it's actually hard. No, it's game. not. It's not like the the can't six and seven and eight year olds are getting up at like half past six. Okay, fair enough. But they can't fend for themselves. You know what I mean? Anyway, you know what's funny? I actually over there in a box, um, I have a fertility test. Do you? Yeah, I ordered one for. I, was th- I think this topic was coming up and I was like I'm going to order one but anyway I ordered it and I haven't been able to use it yet because you have to take it on a very specific day of your cycle and it can't be on a weekend and my period's going to be on a weekend for the foreseeable future so is this, you know is up this for to, grabs is this to find out like to find out your ovarian reserve or no, what so is this it? is another one this is is it to see when you're most fertile in your cycle or something no this is so it's let's get checked not spawn but should be to be honest yeah. it's um, a hormone one so I said to find out like a few things like PCOS because basically I talked about this before but I, my periods just went like from being really heavy to now just being absolute dream and I'm like why are my periods lighter am I infertile just think the first question everyone which actually lots of people responded to our call out they were like a fear of infertility mm. in women is insane like yeah. everyone's just thinking I don't know if I can the amount of people and it's, it's all unfounded like a lot of them were like you know I've no wish I've no reasons to suspect I'm infertile but I'm just terrified that I am but it's so fucked isn't it because we spend literally 10 years of our lives not trying to. not to get pregnant and then another 10 years panic everyone's logical I didn't get pregnant by now so I must be I infertile know. it's like no you're I just know. safe you and can't, that, it's not that easy to get pregnant it's a 30% chance on your most fertile day when you're gay it's even harder <laughs> I think um, when you're gay it comes down to see, 2% that, that's, that's the other thing is that I like it's it's never gonna be just a, an accident now we'll try it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it, that's why right now I just can't even get my head into it because I'm like saving what like yeah. seven so grand so how much would it be for a sperm to... donor seven grand that's about the same as to I mean, freeze your eggs someone to do it next year like 
Mixer, you don't want a friend sperm, do you? Um, you never get rid of them. But like now, now you you have a link with them forever anyway, don't you? By law, like your child can find out who they're. Who the sperm donor See, was, I was actually, can... I remember talking to one of my mates about this, one of my closest lad mates, and I liked the and he was like, Well, yeah. And I'm like, But are you sure you wouldn't be like absolutely freaked if it, like when the kid's like five? Plus, you have to consider his like, partner as well. Kid. Like, what the, how does she feel about him but having he was, it? He was just very like, Well, you know what? Like, it's your child, and if I can give you that gift, like, isn't that amazing? But maybe mm. that'll be a different story if he sees I think a child run around that looks like him. But oh I love the idea of knowing, being able to okay. ask someone the questions about about their family history. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, all yeah. in it though. Yeah, but then have you seen the Swedish sperm? Go on the websites. Gorgeous. So on the <laughs> website, there's so many different like Swedish sperm banks, which is Swedish Why? is like the grade A. Is it? <gasps> like all beautiful and all, you can actually scroll through all their profiles. Um, no, okay. I don't know what the price. I think it's like tiered pricing options. I think like, it is. Hey, I listened to a podcast on it, and that they were saying that like you it's can have like top quality, which is like you know. Great family history, gorgeous jawline. But you also don't even like you don't know what quality your sperm is going to be because you've got a good family history. No, but I think <laughs> that's I mean? an element they do test their sperm. No, they are checked the rigorously, oh, and, and then if you look on the website, it's just very interesting to look on the website because all their profiles are there, and some of them are like open to contact. Some right. of them are like does not do not want contact and all this. Um, but yeah, anyway. But so that would be obviously I presume it's expensive, and then how do you get the sperm inside? You basically have to do kind of IVF ish. Oh. So you usually do um, the Clomid, which is the drug that makes you kind of your your ovaries produce more mm-hmm. eggs. Yeah. And then you would do artificial insemination and then you would kind of monitor it and see like, do you have any eggs? So it wouldn't be Not IVF like a turkey-based situation. No, Not like but inserting it. Okay. They, um, the egg and sperm wouldn't be fertilized outside the womb, which is how it does an IVF. And then they implant them. Yeah. So they would be, okay. you would be inseminated, I think, inside, inside the womb, I think. Right. And then obviously if that doesn't work, then you can go and do IVF, but it's really expensive. Yeah. And like one of the things, cause I've thought about, would I have a baby on my own? Mm-hmm. Which like, a no. Like, that so you've like so you decided no, you don't want to do that. No, I mean like loads <coughs> of reasons. Uh, no, because uh, I don't want to have a baby on my own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair. Like, I, like I want someone else to be like, you fucking hold the baby for half an hour and have a bath. Like I'm wrecked. Um, number two, I have zero savings. Yeah. Um, I'm a terrible spender. And so that's something that I would have to deal with if I have a baby anyway. But like, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't have the money. I mean, I could probably borrow the money. I could, like I pro- I'm probably pretty lucky in that I could borrow mm-hmm. it from friends or family if I really, really wanted to. If it was yeah. something that I really so wanted to do. But no, I yeah. mean, fair to want like kind of financial backup, I suppose. Yeah. yeah but then also because i'm because i suffer from depression i really like i have never found a pill that agreed with me mm. i didn't really like like i had the injection for a while i found that that made my moods very haywire mm-hmm. i would be really really reluctant to try any hormonal intervention ah, okay. because i feel like the risk would be too great fair enough yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. i'm like if i don't get pregnant naturally yeah i don't think i would try any of that stuff and the, when you're going through ivf it's it's really, hardcore really like hard. and i also think mentally it's really really hard because yeah. you know that you're spending all this money there's so much riding on it like not just the money but there's so much Thousands, kind of yeah. hope and expectation yeah. and effort and then you've gone through all these like giving yourself the injections at the same time every night and you're like also then having this like functional sex for months oh. i'd say it's really really difficult like you'd, you'd want to have like a super strong relationship a super strong psyche and be fucking loaded and be loaded well like not even loaded but basically be in a position to either borrow or yes, have the money. But people, yeah. if they want two or three rounds of IVF, like you know, fifty. It's really hard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do yeah, people afford it's it? It's so high. I mean, so, because yeah, because people borrow. Like, mm-hmm. how do people afford to go on expensive holidays? How do people af- afford yeah. expensive cars? Like, 
But they take out loans. But then it's, it's, it's so sad it just might not work. It's so just yeah. work. You, yeah. you get the loan, you go get a car, you get the holiday, but there's no, there could be no output, which is so bleak. Yeah. So if you're, okay, you're obviously, if you're saying you want a baby, like what's dating like then having like baby fever? Do you, would you be like, if you're dating somebody, would you be like, I want a baby by the way at some point, do you <laughs> waste time? So that's something that's funny because I, like that's kind of what I wrote about in the piece as well, mm. that I was like, it's really hard in, like in your 30s like it's hard anyway to meet people because there is that expectation because everyone thinks once you're in your 30s uh you know you know what she's after a friend of mine oh, he was here on tinder and he was explaining that his his rationale he had um 28 to he's 35 maybe he had 28 to like maybe 34 something oh, something anyway and i said why the why the age and i can't i honestly can't remember what the age was but he said any older than that and they'll be just really wanting to have a baby and i just can't have a baby right now and i was like oh my god it's so grim isn't it i was like that's really grim yeah mm. but he, like probably also slightly true yeah he was like you know he wouldn't yeah. go to 38 39 yeah. that was it he's like because they could be dying for a baby and i'm just not in that position but he could also then have gone for like 40 to 50 and hope that they'd but also you don't know that they're not they're not always going to want to have a baby again that's no. the, the presumption no, that all women in their late 30s are like baby hungry and like about yeah to, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it's and a like, weird thing that even like even myself, that's my own stigma as well. Like if you know, you're like, oh god, I wonder now, does she want to have a baby and she can't? It's but like, the thing is, as well, it's that? like such a presumption that they would want to have a baby with him. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, yeah. I have met so baby. few men that I would consider like oh, not scratch. just procreating with, as in not just being like, I want a human who's half you and half me. Yeah. Like I don't want most men I've ever touched. I don't want them to to procreate at all. Yeah. You know I mean? like I don't <laughs> want to see your genes in the world ever again. <laughs> but then you're like. Who, like I, I've met so many, so few people that I would want to be tied to for the rest of my life. Yeah, because that's you know what I mean. That's the literally forever, for, yeah. forever. Oh God, it's still so fine, like isn't it's, it? It's it's really so how do you hard. approach so, it then in a dating situation? So well, I mean, I didn't really like when I, I was in Ireland. I've kind of spent the last year kind of on and off going to the states, coming back. My mm-hmm. sister's in America, and I went over for for a couple of months, and then I decided to apply for a visa, and I'm hopefully. Um, if I get it going back in the next couple of weeks or next couple of months so I was dating over there I was I was dating over here before I went over there and then I was dating over there and when I was here I kind of I think I was like I'd kind of resigned myself that I was like I'm just gonna date people really casually because I think I was probably I had my relationship of five years had broken down I had dated somebody for a couple of months that had ended really really badly um and I was basically just in a really bad place, I think, where I was like, I'm never going to meet somebody mm. and I just need to resign myself to that. So, like, I'll date people casually maybe because mm-hmm. I l- like feeling like people fancy me mm-hmm. sometimes or, like, they might ever fancy me again. But, like, I was kind of going, I'm never going to yeah. meet anyone and get into anything serious. I'm never going to, like, get into another relationship or no one's ever going to want to get into another relationship with me. And then I went to the States and I joined Tinder there. And... I basically started dating people well like I went on two dates with two different guys one of whom was in an open marriage wow (laughs) and he had four kids and his youngest kid was 10 weeks old wow and he hadn't told me this until we went on the date and then I was like you have a 10 week old bit like why are you not at home like yeah and then I said something to him like I was like I just can't get my head around the fact that you should be at home with your baby and he was like that's really judgmental like you don't know my situation like I definitely you know do my share of the childcare. I was like you're literally like your wife must hate you like your wife <laughs> your is literally wife. still bleeding and you're, and you're on, on a, a fucking date and like insisting on paying for everything Americans but nearly all the guys that I that I got chatting to on tinder were so like I think I had my age at that point from like 30 to 40 because I'd narrowed my I was like oh I'll leave I'll 
wait until I'm really desperate yeah. then I'll go to the 50s <laughs> but nearly everybody I got chatting to was either divorced or divorced with kids because in the Midwest where my sister is they get married really really young yeah. so when I met Brandon who I'm now dating he already has two kids ah. so we kind of got chatting about it and I think I think really early on because like Americans are so upfront as well like when I kids his kids are five and seven okay and when Good I first ages. met him and I said to him what are you looking for and he said well he was like I know that you might not be here for long because at the time I was like I'm, mm. I'm you know I'm not yeah. sure how long I'd be here and he said I know you might, might not be here for long and he was like so I'm happy to just kind of see how things go but ultimately I'm looking for a partner mm. and I was like no Irish man has no. ever said that yeah I've never seen that like the the closest you get to that is looking for a partner in crime which I fucking a partner in crime <laughs> but that's oh. like the closest you yeah, get to anybody admitting they want a relationship but I think also like 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 there's a real terror of being tied down and like probably to Irish do men yeah. You think? yeah yeah and I think probably what your friend said as well that like yeah. he's like oh like like I don't not want a really. baby I'm not in a place to have a baby and if he's like what age is he 35 yeah 34 35 yeah like you're you, like you probably are at an age where if you do want to have kids this is a good time to think about it yeah absolutely so he's obviously going I'll think about that in three years when I'm dating a 30 year old yeah, yeah, yeah. but women don't point. have like women don't have that luxury do you know what I mean to like yeah. wait three years and then yeah like steal the eggs of a younger person that's what men do so walk around stealing eggs I also feel like Americans as well though if we go like American versus Irish kind of dating Americans are far more uh, upfront and about like they're okay feeling vulnerable I suppose Mm -hmm. I think a lot of why guys don't fucking Irish guys and girls for that matter Mm. don't say what they're actually looking for or put themselves out there in that way is because of the fear of rejection whereas American culture is just so like you go up Open. to someone and ask for their number. Can you imagine anyone doing that oh in an my Irish God, bar? No. Yeah, but you know what as well I think it is? Americans aren't uh, casually critical or sarcastic in the way that we are. So, for example, I think men in Ireland are used to women slagging the shit out of them. The same yeah. way that their male yeah. friends would. Whereas I think in the States, they don't have that same kind of, and I hate this word, but they don't have that same kind of banter. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll like they'll all chat and they'll joke and stuff, but there isn't the same like... If I say something critical about someone, like there was this guy who goes to the gym that that Brandon goes to and that I met through through going there too, and I said something like, "I really don't like the look of him," He's and like, he was what? like, "What Why? do you mean? Why?" And I was like, "I just had <laughs> a bad vibe about him," and, and like I was kind of taking the piss where I was like, "Mark my words now, he's a bad egg. I don't like." And he's you know, like, "Oh my god, yeah. should we report him?" Yeah, yeah, and he, <laughs> was, and he was kind of going, "Oh, like, do you want to make sure we're never here when he's here again?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm just what? talking like, shit. I'm, I'm just giving out about him, or like." You know, the supermarket, somebody you would... Even like, giving out, they don't... I'm like, I'm just giving out. Oh, they're like, yeah, what's they're like, that what? mean? <laughs> um, even in the supermarket, if somebody like bumps you with their car and you'd be like, fucking bitch. And he'd be like, oh my God, what did she do? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, I'm joking. You know what I mean? So yeah. they don't no, it's have that at all. So I think like there's a much more earnest yeah. culture. And there's also like, I mean, sure, people get rejected. But I don't think there's the kind of brutality that like we sometimes yeah. slag people the same off terror, with. They don't, like, yeah. 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 That just doesn't happen. Mm. They don't have rip the piss culture. Not no. at all. And yeah. they don't. They just don't understand it either. They're like, well, like, why would you say that to your friend or about your friend? You're like, yeah. The other day I was with my American friend and uh, I called her a seshmot. <laughs> How did you explain that? 15 minutes of me trying to be like, okay, so like sesh, like sesh, session, like, like a, you're drinking, you know, and then mot, she's like, is that you know, is there a look associated with this and I'm like no it's just like seshma like, so how do you describe mo- how do you describe mot like where does that even I was come like from? it's just what people call like a girl like it could be like my mot those mots anyway oh, I she tried to very, like, my mot that's a mot she's like and there's a certain look like maybe 
classy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, she didn't say class. No, I, I put words in my shouldn't say class. Have you tried to explain notions to her? Because I find that's another thing that Americans do not understand. No, but I will. Is notions that. an Irish thing? Yeah, notions. Yeah, because oh, yeah. basically, you know, like the whole idea that like you're getting notions. Yeah, because you're getting too high. Yeah, it's like, nobody thinks you're getting too high in America. You're just getting high enough. Do you know what I mean? That it's yeah. like <laughs> she, like she she's knows ladder, she's like, really smart. Yeah. she's really confident. She's really assured of her abilities. She's got it. Like she's done incredibly well. We're so oh proud God, of her. Whereas Ireland would be like notions. Notions, yeah, ridiculous. I was trying. What was I trying to explain? Like, like somebody basically bought. Like, I was trying to explain how my mom did the shopping in Marks and Spencer and I was like she's getting notions and Brandon was like what and I was like it's, it's like, kind of like if you did yeah. your shopping in Whole Foods well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you'd be like she's getting ideas above her station and he was like what are you talking about and I was like mm. he's sort of like well done her yeah and like I think similarly <laughs> he was more, like oh, it's is this more about positive. class and I was like no not, not really, really. <laughs> It's all really hard to explain that's very typically the other day I the other day I met a uh local celebrity let's say at a party and uh, even though I knew exactly who he was and what he did for yeah. a living Warren. is the local celebrity oh in the Harbour Bar yeah. Oh, yeah. was it Andrew Hosier no no, no, no. Mm. although we have seen him in the Harbour Bar was it Aidan Gillen no oh. no will I say who it was yeah go on oh, he like, doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> unless, unless you're about to defame him then no not at all it was Tony Cantwell and I oh, you love him yeah, yeah. lovely guy Very I didn't realise we I was just introduced I oh, this is my friend Tony I didn't even think about it I, I, I'm not a huge fan I think he's very funny uh, you know do you follow him on Instagram like only after actually oh. um, but I only have seen his face picture his face videos yeah. when, it's, when, he's wearing, when he's wearing the filters yeah when he has the big mouth anyway thing I didn't really think much of it but I was doing that Irish thing where like I didn't ask him what he did for like I knew who he was and I didn't want to give him satisfaction. I didn't want to have an awkward oh, conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. Someone came and asked him for a selfie. You, you and I him. pretended to be talking to someone else. You know, like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and whenever references were made to what he does for a living, I just ignore it. Like I didn't want to be like, yeah. oh, and what do you do? But your celebs Why? in Ireland must love it because no one wants to say anything to anyone. Do you remember like, when please. Beyonce and Jay Z went to the Phoenix Park? Like, oh my god, everyone ignored them. It was blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah. L one was like, Jesus, is that Jay Z over there? Oh my god, the Phoenix Park. Yeah. No one went up to them. I mean, I'm sure some people did, but I think wasn't it being reported like Irish people don't know who they are? And you're like, you're fucking joking. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally just because people were like, don't even look at them. Don't even yeah, look yeah, yeah. Don't even let on. Do you see them? Well, I read some of the messages we got because there was loads. We asked, what did I ask? What age were you broody at? And just to discuss the topic um, in general. A few people were like, oh my God, I'm 30 and it hasn't, uh, broodiness hasn't hit. See, broodiness hit me See, when I turned 30. I felt like, oh, I'm such a basic bitch, like on the eve I of my... I felt very basic as well. I was like, oh God, where did this come from? For me, it was always like, I used to have this idea in my head, babies are lovely. I'd like to have a baby that's half me, half Dave. Lovely, lovely, lovely. But the idea I always had in my head, right, okay, the practicality of it, the, the idea sounds lovely, right? Yeah. But if I actually imagine, this is always my example, right? Okay, imagine leaving work on a Friday, hard week work. Nope, can't go to the pub. No, no, can't go out for dinner. Nope, can't go to the cinema. You have to go to the creche. Yeah. And come home and then you have to put them to bed and then you're locked down, jail in your house the whole night, right? <laughs> but this is the thing that for me, I was like, that's horrible. I'm not ready to have a baby. Like that is like, I, I love my life. But then I got to stage, I'm like, maybe I don't want to go to the pub on a Friday. Maybe it would be nice to come home. And then all of a sudden I was like, who am I? It's just my opinion just changed on it. And I'm still like, that sounds horrible to a certain extent. Well, that I feel was like you're my... on the cusp of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the cusp, but I, for ages I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready at all. And then 
30 fuck's sake see, but that's just 30 is just because that's society telling me yeah, my yeah. fertility is decreasing see I <laughs> I even though I don't really uh, like dream about having kids now I want the broodiness to hit because I want to be that's able to have said. adult family around when yeah. like, I don't want it to be just me and Andrea forever yeah but I don't want a baby so that's this girl said another one said uh, so confused I turned 35 last week and I'm none the wiser and I'm feeling so much pressure and I'm just burying my head in the sand completely I'm still waiting for it you know what though I think like A right it's totally okay not to want to have kids and in fact it's the best thing that you could possibly do for the planet is not to create genuinely and then B I think a lot of people get into a panic of like I just don't know if I'm ready I don't know when I'll be ready and then everyone says you'll never be ready if one more person says that to me was, I'm like but I was just about to say like you'll never be ready in the sense that like nothing in book practice you're either never ready like you're never ready and you're always ready yeah as in my mom is it'll like, be fine like you my know. mom is such a bitch right sometimes I remember when my sister was single for years she used to like basically we'd go to like Liffey Valley and she'd notice like a really unfortunate looking couple and she'd be like look she found someone <gasps> like to comfort my sister it was awful and me actually your mom like, did some, this my mom my oh mom oh my god but now sometimes when she sees people like around and about with kids who are just like you know the kids are like sitting in a buggy eating McDonald's and mm. like there's practically like lines of coke all over their jackets and my mom my mom will literally be like if that if that person can raise their kid and the kid's still alive you know I mean anybody's anybody's ready Oh my, I sometimes do think that. I'm like, that kid looks fine. But like, there's ready and there's also just wanting it and not wanting it. Technically, yeah, you're never really ready. It's always going to be a massive shock and it'll all work out probably, hopefully fine. But there's also just the wanting and not wanting though. You don't want to actually... Like, but do I, mean, I actually like do I want this in my life? Yeah, right but it's just it's just such a head wreck because it's the only thing in your life that you have a certain time frame to decide. It's, but that's what the problem is. And that's, that's why women come across about as crazy. Like, that's why, because we have a time limit. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I like, if Dave could wait until I was 40, he'd be like, yeah, deadly. Let's do that. Like, why would we do it now? You know, but it's like, it's just not realistic. Do you want to hear something terrifying? Yeah. No. <sighs> this girl, I'm like, I, I actually almost want to get her on the podcast, to be perfectly honest. It's like baby in the toilet. Well, not really, but what? found out I was pregnant when I was... <laughs> you know these stories you hear about someone who didn't know they were pregnant and then they're like, I thought I was doing a big shit and it's a baby. I can't believe that. But she said, found out I was pregnant when I was 20 weeks, halfway through. Terrifying oh, and it wasn't was... planned. But some babies grow apparently towards the spine and then have a bump. That's mad. I honestly feel like, like I'm pretty overweight. I feel like I could have at least 10 pounds in there and not now. <laughs> No, genuinely. Like, Wondering what the kicks are. But also, Congestion. like, a friend of mine got pregnant, like, who would have been not, like, not hugely overweight, but, like, who wouldn't have been skinny, kind of, when she got pregnant. And it was probably, she was about, like, seven months pregnant by the time she said she actually showed, because it just looked like she was just got a bit wider. God. I feel like that could be me. And, like, My I've always... My cousin got her periods while she was pregnant, so there you oh, fucking that's... go, lads. There you go. Her periods. Her periods. Her periods. Her periods. Period. Um... Somebody, a lot of people said, what? Oh, series. Rosemary series asked something. Skinny. My, what, what webpage did she bring my up? My Siri just picked up like. Skinny cunt. Skinny cunt. What does she want? Like something completely insane from what we were just saying there. <laughs> oh my God. Skinny cunt. I didn't even say skinny cunt. Skinny cunt. There you go. You see me That would be very me, but no. Um, A lot of people said just the career, uh, career is making them not have a baby but if you I was actually thinking mm. about this I was like let's say you get like you're when you have a baby and go on maternity leave you're then all of a sudden so far behind your other the other yeah. employees 
female or male, whatever. But it's like you're just so, you're already like you're gonna be a year, maybe more behind them salary wise. Just legally, I'm pretty sure that so so legally, your company cannot discriminate against you for taking maternity leave mm-hmm. in that sense. So if, for example, you are on the same track as a colleague, yeah. and you take your maternity leave, and that colleague gets a raise that you don't get because you're out of work, really? that's illegal. So what? you will still, yeah. let's say, have to get your an- annual salary. You're supposed review, to get your annual salary review months. even if you're out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's you something. can't be discriminated against. And like, if really, if then, I didn't know that. No, and like, if then you return to work and somebody who was below you is then ahead of you, that's discrimination as well. No way. Yeah. Well, and like, o- like really complicated for employers, all the same, isn't it? Like, really, really complicated. And I mean, I remember talking to my dad about this, and he was going if I had a company like I honestly would think twice before hiring hiring a woman who was of childbearing yeah. age he was like because if I had a small company it's like, really expensive thing. right mm-hmm. and the only way the only way to combat that is to give equal paternity leave yeah or absolutely. to give like equal mm-hmm. parental so not, leave yeah. to the second parent whether it's a man or a woman like the only way to combat that and and, and also sorry to force them to fucking take it because because yeah. I think that if you introduce now equal uh, parental leave for then both partners this, yeah. I feel like a lot of men would be like oh like I'm not gonna like not through any fault of their own but I think there's so little emphasis put on the importance of men bonding with their children that and so much emphasis put on the importance of of their careers that they'd be like oh no no I'm not gonna take it so I feel like the only way to combat that is to force them to take it what is it now it's only a couple of weeks now is it two weeks weeks? well you can take annual leave two weeks two weeks and then some companies will give you more so like some companies will give you another two weeks and some companies will give you the option to take say six weeks but two of them are unpaid Mad. Mad. But, um, deal, but in Australia my sister's husband in Sydney he gets three months paid with their first baby and then if they have a second baby they get he gets five months paid Why when she goes back to work they can't overlap which is interesting but so it's like when she goes back to work then he could uh, take that that's interesting economically that they're trying not to take the two people out of the workforce at the same time interesting yeah that is interesting but also I feel like it's Finland. kind of like also your first year would kind of be sorted then It'd but it's like, a great yeah, way the company to keep an employee they're like you take yeah, your second exactly. child and you're still with us you get five months third child and you're still with us you get oh yeah yeah although I feel like some companies will they not just be like fuck off and we'll hire someone who's not going to have any kids yeah maybe do you know what I mean but uh, Finland has just introduced seven months maternity and paternity or like maternity and maternity mm-hmm. paternity paternity so both parents each get um seven months now and they can wow. take them i think uh simultaneously or consecutively or they can divide it up so yeah. like you know the the childbearing person can take three months and then yeah. the other partner could take three and then, then she can take three and then oh that's lovely yeah but i guess it is it does seem a lot of people were saying it was just like i just don't know whether to keep going in my career or to stop and oh, yeah just it's, it's it, like it's so hard because it does feel like a stop yeah Do you know what i mean and like like especially if you're in a career where there are things so for example if you're cabin crew or if you're a Garda or if yeah. you're even kind of working as an EMT like I have a friend who's um, a nurse in A&E and she was saying that there are loads of things that you then are not supposed to do or not supposed to be exposed to once you're pregnant so if somebody comes in and they're presenting with something that looks like the symptoms of like right now it could be coronavirus yeah. you're not supposed to be in that room because you're pregnant do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of limiting things that make it really difficult to do your job for, for some Jesus, people like it's a real minefield that. But a lot, what, like the Sony messages here. But like, the really interesting thing is just the the vast differences between everybody. It's great because like, mm. whatever, tw- 10, 20 years ago, would have been everyone would be like, yes, I do want yeah. to have a baby when I'm thirty, and that is what I meant to do. But like, everyone's like, some people are baby crazy. Not thirty, twenty five. Some people are like, it's just so different. Some people are like, I don't want a baby at all, and I'm worried my boyfriend will. It's just so much different things. But mm. it's so it's com- it's complicated. What I don't understand though, right, is you know, like like that person's like, I don't. I don't want a baby I'm worried my boyfriend will who are these people who don't have these conversations every minute of every day like I cannot keep my mouth shut when there's something like like even Brandon who I've been dating for less than a year within about three months I was like okay so 
I would be like that now. Like Me and Dave honestly barely talked about that for the first five years of our relationship. I'd say. But you, I was 20. Yeah, but you, you were young. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was I was like, I'm just afraid to ask in case he says no. And then what will I do? Me and Andrea talk about it quite often. Well, we talk about so getting married. Your, so we talk she, about, she's obviously more one. It comes up yeah. very casually. It's like, mm. so, so like Andrea is a, a preschool teacher, right? So she, she loves babies and she would want to carry. I don't have any desire to have anything in my stomach at all. Um, but What if? Except cabbage caramel nibbles. What if, yeah, what if she was touch wood but let's say you were the one who had to carry for fertility reasons no. you wouldn't do it I couldn't I actually it makes me feel sick wow, I, have you no, just, yeah. I have no desire I love the idea of adopting um, but we talk about it in a very casual way which is like oh you know well when when we have our kids like you know we're yeah, not going to let we, them do yeah. that and so we have this and blah 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 but we also know like and I'm very open with her in that like I definitely are not in a position to have kids now yeah. I'm not there yet she's like you say the word <laughs> And we'll start but she's like look if in five years we're still not there and she's not there either like she, yeah, yeah she's on fucking shit money working in childcare. like yeah. yeah i mean until that gets sorted out yeah. we're not doing anything um but she said in five years she'll get her eggs frozen um so yeah we talk about it all the time mm. i find it i've got some friends who i know don't have these conversations mm. we have them all mm. the time now but it definitely probably was only in recent years well like i have a friend who she got proposed to and she was Shocked. This is. And I was like, "Have you not talked about this?" I actually think it's if someone says I was surprised to be proposed, I'm like, "Bullshit." No, but she was genuinely like, "Of course you've talked." They're very happy and they're great and blah blah blah. But she was like, "No, like honestly, like sometimes I felt kind of awkward talking about our future." But I think that's really weird to propose to somebody and you haven't talked about it. This is actually exactly what I was going to say. Like, I'm really happy for your friends, but like, (laughs) if if my boyfriend proposed to me out of the blue and we hadn't discussed, like, you know are we going to go on a holiday this year or are we going to get married? Or like, when do we, you know what I mean? Yeah. If we hadn't talked about it and he suddenly went down on one knee, like in the middle of fucking Dublin, I'd be like, what are you doing? We have get up and we're going to talk about this. I'd be yeah, so yeah, pissed absolutely. off. That I'd be like, yeah. you think that I don't get to have a say in this? Yeah. You know what I mean? That I'm just going to be like so bold. I mean, probably I'm fucking basic bitch. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> but I just assume that everyone had these conversations. You know no. what I mean? All no. the time. No. But no. you know what's interesting about um, Brandon now is that I basically so we've been going out since last summer um we've kind of we've talked about moving in together we've talked about having a baby we've talked about getting married and then I've gone well to be honest if we're thinking about getting married I I would probably prioritize having a baby Mm -hmm. before we think about getting married in a way that I think within the first year of a relationship with an Irish man I would not have said and like maybe as well if I was with an Irish guy now and I was 35 and we were you know felt like it was serious I would so I don't know because I haven't been in the exact same position but it just feels so much easier to talk to him about you know maybe it's because he also has kids there you go yeah so like i know that you have done this before and that you were open to this so what do you think about you know what i mean so it has been a little bit easier it sounds like it's just like honest communication which i still feel like a lot of relationships which is a sign of a good relationship really yeah but yeah but i just don't know it depends on the person some people just are not good communicators and things like that just make them close up but i'm also really like i'm really unused to it that at one point i basically started a fight with him because i was like you're being too blasé about this and he was like blasé about what like when i basically said something about like well like if we get married and he was like like we are going to get married he was like you know it'll be yeah you know in the next kind of year or two and i was like well if we stay together and he was like <laughs> you're trying to get together you're like, you're yeah. like punching him in the shoulder yeah yeah <laughs> and then i was like why are you being so casual about this you're just acting like it's like not a big deal and he was like i just he was like like we love each other why that's would we not great. be together that's great that's lovely great that i'm a psycho where i'm like i'm so used to being like gaslit by men for the last 10 years yeah, of my life like, that i'm like what do you mean you really yeah. like me what the fuck i, I think, think that's blind. universal though i remember mm-hmm. being like 
with Andrea being like but why do you still like what's yeah, going on yeah. here like are you not gonna run away we're just surprised if someone's honest and you're like oh yeah oh you lovely. actually like me without any drama there's no yeah, yeah, side yeah. chick yeah. there's no ex that's still in the picture there's no like it's like oh but that's great that you yeah. he is like that and you have found somebody and we'll expect a bump shot in approximately <laughs> you know what that's funny though that I am really like n- n- not judgmental but I have very strong views about yeah. I mean, maybe I'm well, like what do you what does judgmental mean if not I have very strong views <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't think that people should overexpose their kids on social media like it yeah. makes me feel really uncomfortable and I Same, think it takes yeah. the agency away from your kids and those of my friends are like wait now you when were. you get pregnant you'll have your you'll have your baby all over Instagram and that's one of the things that I'm really curious about like if it happens for I'm you. more curious about that than I am about what a baby would look like I'm literally like we'll end putting it on Instagram well you've got a big following on Instagram like, I've got a big following but I think that makes it weirder yeah that's like, what I mean yeah, so it's yeah. more considered your friends who have maybe 188 followers are not thinking yeah yeah it oh, sounds really like yeah a, but well I mean know. one of my friends who works in media was like oh no like you're definitely and like the temptation would be there because I've seen what being pregnant does to people's Instagram following like you get oh so God. popular when you're what fucking pregnant about? It's insane. Like this, it's amazing. It's like 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 amazing how much we fetishize absolutely love and childbirth and marriage. Sure, and you explore my explore feed. Do you ever go to your explore feed on Instagram? Yeah, but it's all cats, puppies, and puppies and bumps, puppies and bumps, puppies and bumps, babies, puppies. Mine's loads of Kardashians. I don't follow any of them. Me and Rose share a podcast feed. Like obviously we both have yeah. logged into the account on our phone. It's the weirdest fucking mix of <laughs> <It's> Timothy <laughs> Chalamet <laughs> content and puppies. Like Oh, there you go. Look, explore feed. Bump. There you go. Immediately. Immediately. Oh, and then puppy immediately. Oh my god, I suddenly need to see what's on my Oh yeah, end. you have to. I, I think twins. that's a great note to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone have been Robin over an hour now oh my god what's on my explore feed your man from love is blind oh stop. it's so relevant <laughs> that it's camera great yeah. yeah can I ask a question before we go it's unrelated to this topic what's it like having that many followers on Instagram do you have a lot of notifications all the time do you have them turned off <laughs> yeah no Um, I have my notifications turned off but it pops so, so like I get the little red like you have a message yeah. do you know what I mean yeah Um, there, I'm not as active on Instagram stories as I used to be when I was really really active I used to probably receive and answer about 200 to 400 messages a day. Now, like, no. short. No, no, no. Like, Responsive. you know, like, short. Well, like, I respond to everyone because I somehow got it in my head that if I don't respond to people, they think I'm really rude. Yeah, so I always write back or at the very least, I'll like their message. So if somebody just sends yeah, yeah. me a reaction gif or an emoji or something, I'll just like their message. Are you more active on Twitter then? No, I'm just not as active. I'm trying to write, trying to write my stupid fucking book. So I'm not as active on social media so at all anymore. talk about the book and what can people do to help you out regarding the book. Oh yeah, so I'm writing a book called This Is Not About You. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a love story. It's a, it's a life story. It's my life story told in a series of love stories. Because oh. I realized at one point when I was, I was thinking about writing a memoir, kind of a series of essays. And I realized that actually the main thing that has bookmarked my life has been my obsession with, with being in a relationship. And so a lot of my like my teenage years can be defined by this relationship I had with this guy when I was in school. Yeah. And then I went on and I dated this guy for three years and I, you know, kind of the kind of person I became when I was with him and the decisions that I made and the things that I did yeah. and the things that I didn't do. So it's kind of told through the lens of uh, my relationships. But I called it This Is Not About You because I had a, a, a few exes kind of go, are you going to write about this? Oh, brilliant. Like, no, yeah, one of them was title. like, yeah. are you going to write the, about the time that I did this? And I'm like, no, write this about my is big not. Dick. Yeah, I'm like, no. no, this is not about you. <laughs> um, and I'm writing it with Unbound, which is a UK-based publisher that works on a kind of crowdfunding basis. So essentially, they let you write what you want if you can prove that people want to read it. Wow, so okay, you basically wow. try yeah. and kind of crowdfund and cover the cost of publishing. 
And then after that, you get a slightly better profit share than mm-hmm. you would if you'd gone with a traditional mm-hmm. publisher. So you're at um, the crowdfunding stage now. I'm at the crowdfunding stage. Much fucking harder than I thought it was going to be. Really? Like you'd think, like this is very blasé, but I was like, oh my God, I have 45,000 followers. Surely I'll get 450 of them to pledge for my book. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. But also because it's quite expensive. So the lowest tier is 35 euro and then you add on shipping, it gets to almost 50. It's slightly cheaper if you switch to sterling. Yeah. Which so is So it's not like Patreon, which is well. like, you know, four euro, five no, euro. Yeah, yeah. So like Patreon's like four dollars a month. This is much bigger. Wow. Um, and it's also much bigger and it's like you won't get the book for a year. Yeah. And so, where so, can they pledge? Um unbound.com if they search for Rosemary, I think on Unbound they'll find it. Or if they look at like current projects under memoir. So what happens if you can't get if they don't, if you don't get enough? If you well, I mean, if you don't get enough, everyone gets refunded. If I don't get enough, I'll probably I'm gonna finish writing it myself. Like I've got it nearly finished. So yeah. About seventy five percent, I think. So I'll finish the book yeah. and then I'll look into either self publishing or I'll like go ham at like t- you know attacking yeah. Penguin yeah. and Hachette and all these Irish publishers and see yeah. if I can get someone to pick it up. Definitely. I kind of pitched it to a few people in Ireland and the feedback that I got was like. We really like the idea, but we love it as as fiction. So they wanted me to basically write a rom com, oh, kind of okay, like yeah. chiclet. And I was like, that's not really what I want to do because I don't. Well, like also because through therapy, I realized that I had been basically making funny stories of a lot of my experiences for my whole life. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really want to do that anymore. You want to be like honest about. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be like, this is what happened. And here's how it made me feel rather than like, and then we have an exciting segue into this date. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was kind of when I went to Unbound, they were like, yeah, you get to write it the way you want to write it. And like, they'll still edit it and proofread it and come back and go, no, we hated that chapter, change yeah, yeah. the whole thing. But you get to kind of write the book that you want to write if you can. That's great. Fund it. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So. Well, congrats. Pledge, good luck with it. Let's just so when is it due to when is it due to come out next Valentine? Valentine's Hopefully Day. next Valentine's Day. Yeah. Great day to come out. Yeah, it is for love. For that's love. It. For Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. I think that's it. How long I have to do our usual. How long we've we been talking? How long? How long have, how long have we been guess. talking? An hour. Oh, so close. What's your guess? Fifty-eight. No. Uh, one hour and ten minutes. <gasps> Long, long. Well, thank thanks you, so yeah, much, thanks Rosie, so for much. coming. Um, thanks really for having me. I hope you haven't sent anyone into a fertility panic spiral. Oh, um, you know what? One thing I was going to say about uh, fertility testing. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I just want to keep. Talking. I always do this on my own podcast. I as do well, this every like, time. But Jane. I'm like, actually, one more question. Um, is that on the on the topic of fertility testing? Unless you're going to do something about it right now, do not worry about getting your like your, yeah. your fertility test because I'm sorry that I had mine tested because the thing is you only need one fucking good egg to get fertilized so the fact that I only have 80 and someone else might have 100 means nothing if the egg is in the right place at the right time and gets fertilized at the right time yeah. so unless you are actively trying and wondering why am I not getting pregnant like you do not need to get your fertility checked yeah. yet and that's what a few people message saying I wish I didn't yeah because I wasn't really and that, I was 27 yeah. and I was single and, and now I'm 32 and I'm still single and now I'm absolutely panic. I'm in panic yeah, yeah. so was, yeah, yeah that's a really good point there's no like don't put yourself into tizzy edge because I think there's a lot of conversation around it now because people mm. are having babies later and stuff so yeah like everyone's like I'm in for it it's like you're probably it's also not everyone yeah. in your peer group huh it's also like you think everyone's talking about it because everyone in your peer group exactly is in my bubble yeah. 22 yeah. year olds 22 year olds aren't talking about it no. Yeah. Well, to be fair, a lot of 22-year-olds yeah, message. Yeah, 22-year-olds yeah. are talking about the environment and like... And taking it's drugs. It's... Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Complete sideway segue here, right? I've been mad to TikTok and they are mad all on drugs. They are all on drugs. You're not a bit old for TikTok. I work in social media. I okay, need fine, to research. I am. Savvy. It's addictive. They are literally 16, 17 on cocaine. How do you know? They do all these jokes about them they're like when you get a bump in the club when you get like when your friend ask your friend if they have a key uh ketamine they're all on ketamine ketamine and coke 
I think they just call it cat now, don't they? Sorry, they do call it cat for fuck's sake. Sound like you're mad. Jesus, I'm baffled by this. You actually are burly right now. Jane, I'll show you afterwards. They're all on cat and coke. Awful. Oh my God, 16. That'd be a really good name of an autobiography. Cat and coke. Cat and coke, yeah. But Jesus, I, we, I mean, we weren't on Ket and Coke when we were 16. No, I was fucking drinking one can in the field and like Druids. really wetting myself the excitement of it all. I was rolling joints with Pritstick. Oh my God. Well, anyway, that's what 22 year olds are doing. They don't care about yeah. it. That sounds Fertility. like a clever hack. I've never been a good joint roller. Pritstick could have helped me. I didn't even know I did. I always felt like, I mean, oh, what else You did. always were the roller of the group. Oh, I'm a smoker though, to be fair. Smoke rollies. Not, oh, it's not weed. We're shy talking. Jane's not a weed smoker. <laughs> Just imagine Jane goes home smoking a drink. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Get tickets to our live show. Yeah. Go follow Rosemary if you don't already, but I'm sure you all do. But yeah. go follow her because yeah. she's a million followers. And because I will write back to you every day. Every day. message. Every <laughs> message. <laughs> on. Yeah. Okay, well, enjoy the theme music. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.